Hello, and thank you for joining us today. I'm Laura Evans, and you are listening to Hope for the Hurting. Our mission is simple. We want to provide hope and help to those who are hurting, lost, lonely, and in despair, and point them towards Jesus. My background is in broadcasting and radio, and I'm joined by my dad, Dr. Irv Wolf, who, in addition to being a pastor for over 30 years, has a background in marriage and family therapy. Dr. Irv has authored two books, and he's the director of Hopewell Counseling in Minnesota, where he and my mom counsel individuals and couples. And in addition to all that, he's also done extensive research on the end times. So we're relaunching our series that we recorded back in the beginning of 2021. And I think you'll be shocked at how much more relevant it is now than it was even a year ago, as we see some of the events of the end times being played out before our eyes. Our prayer is that this series will help you understand the book of Revelation and point you towards Jesus and urge you to draw close to him and walk with him as we eagerly anticipate his return. And today we continue our series on the end times and this episode revolves around the millennium, which millennium meaning a thousand years. I'm taking that to mean the thousand year reign of Christ. Is that correct, Dad? That is absolutely correct. And, uh, you know, our name for this podcast is Hope for the Hurting. Yes. And and I got to say, this is hopeful. (laughs) This is hope for hurting people, the millennium. The millennium because, because the wickedness and the evil has already been dealt with. Exactly. And Jesus has come back and he's reigning on earth with his followers, with, with, with Christians. Yes. yes, yes. So, so it gives a lot of hope to you and me and to everybody uh, who believes in the name of Christ, that things will not always be like this. There is coming a time in which the king will reign in his kingdom and, and we will be part of it. Yeah. And as you read the news, you watch the headlines, it's hard to decipher what's true, what's not. What is just propaganda? It's hard to know, but it's all anxiety producing. It's all stressful. And I feel like Christians across the world are crying out for justice, crying out for somebody to do something. There's so much evil. And so you're saying this is super hopeful because that's exactly what Jesus is going to do. <laughs> you're, you're right. He's going to reign for a thousand years on the earth. It'll be a reign of peace, justice, tranquility, righteousness, no more sin. So there's no sin on earth during that time? Not during that time. Until right at the end, after the thousand years, Satan rises up. And guess what? They're still sinners. Mm. They're not sinning during the millennium, but they're still vulnerable to satanic attack. We'll talk more about that. So okay. let, me get us, let me get us going in the introduction. And we have covered a lot of ground in the end time series. We looked at events Mm -hmm. that are happening on earth before, during, and after the great tribulation. We've looked at events happening in heaven during the great tribulation. And now following the battle of Armageddon, here we are back on earth again with our King, Jesus Christ, ready to rule with him for 1,000 years. Mm -hmm. And it'll be a reign of absolute peace and tranquility lions will lie down with lambs their natural prey mm-hmm. little kids will play with serpents with vipers that makes my skin crawl yeah well they're they're petting them oh. they're looping them around their arms and stuff it's just a phenomenal scene well let's learn a little bit more about it what is the millennium and what are its characteristics and just like you said Laura the millennium comes from two latin words Mila, meaning thousand, and annum, 
meaning year. Okay. So the millennium is a, a period of a thousand years, and it's detailed in the Bible in Revelation chapter 20. It is known by a lot of different names. To the people of Israel, it was often called the kingdom. Mm -hmm. In the early Christian church, it's called the times of refreshing. Oh, yes. Bring it on, and Jesus. <laughs> to others, it is the world to come. Mm -hmm. So what are the features of it? What are the important prophetic fulfillments? Yes. Well, first of all, God takes up residence among men, rules all the earth, and this occurs through the person of Jesus Christ. He is the second person of the Trinity. He is part of the Godhead, and he comes back to rule upon his return to earth and his victory at Armageddon. Jesus judges the nations in the valley of Jehoshaphat, and he judges Israel as a nation mm -hmm. to see who gets to come into the millennial kingdom. Not everybody does. His judgment determines who will enter the, the millennium, and Christ will enter Jerusalem at that point. Uh, through the beautiful gate, which right now is walled up. Nobody goes into Jerusalem, current modern-day Jerusalem, through the beautiful gate. It is sealed. Hmm. But in that day, Christ will enter through the beautiful gate in the eastern wall of Jerusalem. He will take his seat in the temple, and he will reign from his throne. David had been promised the throne in Second Samuel uh, chapter 7. And he'll hold court, and he will rule the world at that time. Ruling alongside of Christ in the temple will be the 12 apostles. Their specific areas of jurisdiction is over the nation of Israel. Uh, they're going to judge Israel. From these 12 thrones, they will mete out justice to Israel. The earth will be at peace, and all of its inhabitants will be at peace. Natural predators like wolves and lions and bears become vegetarians. Oh my! That ought to resonate, low. <laughs> they all become. <laughs> they all become vegetarians mm -hmm. and are eating a. Be. It's a, <laughs> a meatless diet, and they play alongside their former prey, and infants play with once deadly serpents. A thousand years of peace and tranquility for man and beast. Satan is bound in the pit. Oh, yeah. That's what it's called in Revelation 20. Oh, yeah. He's, he's bound in the pit for a thousand years during the reign of Christ. Men and women will not be tempted to sin. There will be perfect justice for those who do. If there are any, hmm. they will be judged. Longevity of life will be greatly increased with men and women living well into their hundreds and even two hundreds. Wow. Like Methuselah, he was the oldest man that ever lived, and he lived to be what, 600 and? 969. Oh, 969. Wow, I was way off. <laughs> he was just a young whippersnipper in the <laughs> 600s. Yes, he lived 969 years. He was, without getting too far off the topic, Methuselah was the, in, in a sense, the starting gun for the flood. As soon as, oh. as soon as Methuselah died, the flood started. So when he died, that's literally yep. when the rain started falling? Yep. He was God's timepiece. Was he considered a, a good man? Yeah. So, he, was of the, he was of the line of Seth. Okay. So he God said, all right, we lost another good one. So let's go. Yeah. It's rain time. Well, the weather. 
Weather is controlled by Christ. All of the crops and all the commerce are controlled by Christ. Every inhabitant will make yearly pilgrimages to worship Christ. And it is a forced pilgrimage in which men must come or suffer drought in their mm-hmm. land. That sounds like um, it was in the Old Testament. Very much so. It, it's, it's a, in, a, in a lot of ways, it's if you want to have prosperity, you need to worship the king. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need to worship the king. All men will believe that Jesus is the Messiah of God. Everything will be considered holy and dedicated to him, even down to cooking utensils, having holy unto the Lord. Hmm. And the bells on horses, harnesses, will have engraved on them, holy to the Lord. Wow. The productivity of the earth will be phenomenal. Deserts and previously uncultivatable uh, wilderness are hmm. brought to life and produce great harvest to feed the nations. Interesting. So it's... It's a really phenomenal time uh, here on earth uh, during that time. Okay. The eternal home of the saints of God, the new Jerusalem, is suspended over the earth. That sounds a little far out, Dad. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. It sounds a little, you know, sci-fi. Yeah, it does. But if you read Revelation 21 and 22, it certainly seems like when the new Jerusalem comes down out of heaven, it is suspended over the earth because sooner or later, the earth will become a new heaven and a mm. new earth. Mm. So the old earth, which has been toxic and polluted by sin, right. will be done away with. I'm, I'm envisioning the Jetsons, George Jetson. <laughs> a little bit like that. <laughs> hey, boo-boo. What role will believers in Christ play in the millennium? Well, the Bible indicates believers in Christ will reign with him. Clad in new resurrection bodies, we judge angels and we judge uh, the nations and okay. we rule them. The sphere and extent of our rule is directly proportional to our faithfulness and service for Christ. Faithfulness, not giftedness, not talent, not wealth, is the measuring stick used by Christ. And that is all uh, borne out at the Bema seat. The judgment mm-hmm. seat of Christ. Right, that, which we talked you know, about in the previous episode. Yep, that's when all of that comes to play. Okay. So in summary, and then I'll talk about currency. Uh, the millennium is a glorious period that Israel has looked forward to for many centuries. It'll be a reign of a thousand years of peace and tranquility. And they have been looking forward to the millennium and to the king coming uh, so that their Messiah will reign. And they really will have all the promises that God made to them in the Old Testament. Wow. Something very exciting to look forward to. I just, as you were talking, I just had all these questions floating around in my head. <laughs> like, okay, so we we know that the, the dollar system, the fiat dollar system, the paper dollar system is it's expired. It's past its time. We don't have the gold to back it up. So what will we use as perfect currency during the millennium when Jesus is is ruling the earth? I'm not convinced that we will be buying and selling per se. I think in Christ's reign, all of those that are rich will not have too much, and those that are poor will not have too little. I I think it'll be just like it was in the book of Acts. Remember in the book of Acts what they did so that they had people that were selling land and bringing it to the apostles, Mm -hmm. and the money was being distributed so that there was nobody needy. Right. Among them, 
I think it'll be the same in the millennium. But they had money. You know, they were selling things and they were distributing it to those who needed it. So it's some kind of currency, maybe gold, silver. I don't know, but I know that their, their needs will be provided. Nobody will have too much and nobody will have too little. There won't be inequity. What about Bitcoin, Dad? <laughs> Let's talk about Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, well, euros and Bitcoins. Well, um, I, I don't know what kind of currency they're going to have, hmm. if they have any currency. My suspicion is they won't. Or coins like, like Denarii or, you know, I mean, they used coins back in biblical days. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. In fact, Jesus even talked about fishing a stator, which is a type of coin, out of a fish's mouth. Wow. And he said, whose who's image is on it? And they said, well, Caesar's image is on it. And he said, render unto Caesar that which is Caesar, render unto God that which is God's. So you said there's going to be no sin on the earth during the millennial reign. Does that mean that people aren't capable of sinning or that the person that tempts us the most is bound and so we're just we just don't have the urge to sin the way we do when when satan is so prevalent in our world precisely the tempter is the tempter is not around so we're still capable of sinning we're, and doing bad things we it's still just have, we still have sin natures right yeah what do you think would be happening in washington right now if satan were bound i don't think you'd see a lot of what is happening in, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in washington right now if satan were bound it's like when you go on a diet and you clear your house of junk food. You're not tempted to eat it because yeah. it's not there. But if yep. you've got a platter of brownies on the countertop, probably you're going to give in, especially when you're hungry. Satan yeah. is that platter yeah. of brownies. He makes sin look uh, desirable. Mm-hmm. So many, so many questions, but you know what? We're going to end this series with a question and answer session. So if you have questions that you would like Dr. Irv to address that are just um, on your brain and you've been thinking about them as we've gone along in this series, you can send those to hopewellcouncil at gmail.com. And as we get ready to wrap up this episode, we want to be very deliberate about giving you an opportunity to, um, to know Jesus as your savior so that you're around during the millennium and you're sharing in this beautiful, perfect time on earth. I mean, this is, this is heaven on earth, literally. Yep. It's, it's, everything that you need is taken care of and there's not the fighting and the bickering and the hate and the war and the evil take all that get rid of it and everything that you love about life that's what it is and we want you to experience that and you can experience that by trusting jesus as your personal lord and savior you know i would tell you uh, dear dear friend who's listening laura wants you and i want you with us in the millennium i want to be in that millennium and I want you right by my side. Mm-hmm. And you can do that right now. You can have assurance of that right now if you pray to receive Jesus Christ. And it's as simple as ABC. A, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Uh, all of us are sinners. You know it. I know it. I violated God's standards. So have you. Mm-hmm. And we even violated our own standards. We've made ourselves out to be hypocrites. But you know what? Jesus came to die, and that's B, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. If you believe in Jesus, he came to die for sinners. He came to take the place of sinners on the cross. That should be you and me on the cross. Mm-hmm. But Jesus is the one who took our penalty and went to the cross for us, which leads us to C, confess 
if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that mm-hmm. God raised him from the dead, we'll be saved. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is pray a very simple, mm-hmm. short prayer mm-hmm. and ask Jesus to save you, ask Jesus to make you fit for heaven. So mm-hmm. pray with me. Mm-hmm. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I don't have to be convinced of that. I know it. I do it all the time. I'm sorry for that. Mm-hmm. I ask you to forgive me and give me eternal life. I want to live with you. I believe in Jesus. I believe he died for me. And more than that, I believe he rose again for me. And now, Lord, I ask you to make me born again. Give me a new life Mm -hmm. and a fresh start. And I will serve you all my days. In your name, I pray. Amen. Mm -hmm. If you prayed that prayer, we are rejoicing with you. We are so happy for you. And um, we're thrilled. We are thrilled to be part of that. And we love to know um, that you made that decision so that we can celebrate with you and we can send you some materials to get you started in your walk. And you can email us at hopewellcouncil at gmail.com. And we'll be happy to send you some materials. And also, if you've missed any of our episodes um, in this series on the end times, they are good. They are real good. (laughs) I go back and I listen to them. I learn something new every time, Dad. So if you've missed any of these, and there's, I mean, I would say altogether, there's probably going to be like a dozen, a dozen of these episodes. So um, you can, and, and, and you will be much more educated about what's going to happen in, in the days to come in the end times. You can check out all of those. Um, they're available on Spotify, Apple podcast, Google podcast, anchor.fm. And that's hope for the hurting. And you can also find them at hopewellcouncil.com. And I just encourage you to check all of those out. We'll finish our end time series with a Q&A, as I mentioned earlier. So if you've got a question you'd like Dr. Irv to address, you can send those to hopewellcouncil at gmail.com. And I'm going to leave you with three verses. The first is Psalm 47, 8, which says, God reigns over the nations. God is seated on his holy throne. Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And finally, Philippians 4, 7, which says, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm.